Welcome to the Two Tokens Podcast. During these episodes, we will invite guests onto our show and discuss everything token-related. You can expect to hear about token business models, the underlying technology stack, token governance, but also more mainstream topics such as NFTs. Does this sound interesting to you? Then make sure you subscribe and keep listening. And now, on to the episode. Hello and welcome to a brand new Two Tokens podcast. And today we're going to discuss fractional ownership with Mijne Jansberg, director of Catena Power and Arnoud Jullens, director of BlockLab. We have a very nice event here today. It's called the Energy uh, Tokenization Roundtable in which various people from uh, thought leaders, experts, startups, all kind of people who are interested in the energy transition are sharing their views, opinions and thoughts about the uh, energy transition and tokenization of energy. And we already disc- uh, recorded various podcasts. The first one was orchestrating the energy transition and the second one was tagging energy. And today the third one is uh, the fractional ownership. Before we really start off, I obviously would like to ask, if you haven't subscribed yet, feel free to subscribe to this channel. Also, please don't forget to give this video a like. And if you haven't done so, also hit the bell button so that you're always the first to know about all these new podcasts that we are recording because there are many more to come. And it's, yeah, if you want to stay on top of the game, you need to follow this podcast. Um, Arnoud, you are, I think, new to this channel. I Or have you done already a podcast earlier? No, this is my first podcast. Yes, yeah, my because first Mine podcast, podcast, podcast ever and first on this channel. That's what I thought. Mine is already a friend of the podcast. <laughs> he uh, introduced himself a few times, although you do get the chance to do it one more time again. But would you like to tell to the viewers and obviously also to me, although we know each other a little bit, what it is that you're doing uh, and what's your background? Yeah, well, of course. And uh, first of all, thank you for, for having me. Um, as you already introduced me, Arne Jullens, director at uh, BlockLab. BlockLab is a uh, software company in the port of Rotterdam. And we develop well, innovation, software innovations for the energy transition and for the logistic change. Um, and I'm leading that well with two co-directors and uh, I think more or less 30 developers. 30? Yes. Quite Still a big growing. Team. Big team and growing. Yes. Wow. Hey, manager, already, like I said, you're already a friend of the yeah. p- uh, podcast. You've been here multiple times. Uh, but for those who haven't seen you yet, what is exactly that you do and uh, what's your background? Yeah, manager Jansberg, uh, working with uh, Katina Power. Uh, we focus on uh, democratizing uh, energy, energy assets. Uh, we think it's a way to, uh, to, to give people the tools to. Uh, orchestrate their own energy to balance their own usage of energy. And um, it's a very complicated uh, topic um, to to be able to, to let people manage their own energy consumption and energy bill. We need to take a lot of steps. And with Catena Power, we have set the first steps in democratizing uh, energy assets and, uh, and uh, make it possible people to to buy a little piece to compensate for their energy consumption yeah basically to create energy independence exactly i mean also for uh, the viewers at home if you haven't done so or if you've seen yet we the first podcast was about orchestrating the energy transition and it really touched upon why it is important that we tokenize the energy transition and what kind of steps that need to be taken in the second podcast we discussed uh, energy tagging uh, how can we create more transparency within the energy market and i really feel that fractionalizing the uh, well, the energy assets and creating uh, applying energy tokenization to this field is basically the most tangible step that we can do at this moment. And 
Blocklab, you are creating such a platform from what I understood. Yep. Uh, why is it exactly that you chose to create such a platform? Well, I think we, we face a huge challenge in the energy transition, of course, and you've discussed that in other podcasts as well. Um, but part of that is that we, we need everybody to be involved to do that transition together, right? Um, and then it's not just the investors, it's not just uh, the government, it's not just the, the, the network operators, it's all of us. But if you, if you want to allow all of us, literally all of us, the public, to join the energy transition, then it does help if we all can invest in sustainable assets, which could be solar parks, which could be windmill parks. Um, and well, as we all know, we can't buy a windmill, it's way too expensive, but often even a solar, well, if you have your own house, if you uh, are able to install solar panels on your roof, then well, you're in a position to invest. But if you're renting a place or um, you have less money to invest than investing in a, your own system, um, we would love to facilitate that you also can invest in the energy transition, even as it, if it's just 100 euros, 50 euros, join it. Um, and especially in these times, there's, well, it's a good profit to make as well for everyone. So it's not just investing in transition, but it's also um, let everyone, well, let's say, join, but also um, um, benefit from uh, what's happening at the moment. Yeah, I mean, you already mentioned as well, uh, democratizing energy. It's something, basically, you are almost like some sort of customer from, uh, from yeah. the platform. I mean, you're, you're applying what uh, BlockLab is, um, is developing. Um, how, how do you see that? What's, what's, what are the, uh, the important steps that at this moment need to be taken uh, and how we uh, can apply well, uh, fractional ownership? Act actually, there is, there is a lot on the table already. Um, and, uh, but it takes courage and effort to bring it together and to integrate the different systems that are available. Because if, um, if you talk about uh, investing, you immediately get into the topic of the regulatory. Yeah. Hey, am, I, am I allowed to do it? So um, there is so much attached to this, uh, to, to this discussion to open up the system um, uh, to, to help people uh, co-invest, invest, uh, manage, their own, uh, manage their own energy bills at home. It takes, it takes system integration. And the first steps that we are taking is um, uh, simply showing with an with a MVP that we're able to do this uh, fractional ownership within the legal framework. And that is, from a technical point of view, it's doable but the difficulty is in legislation and regulatory issues yeah. um, and uh, we need to overcome that as a first step and uh, a showcase is is very important and uh, you you have you're working on a on a nice showcase huh? yeah I heard. yeah so we're and in a way we're the tech provider but i completely agree with what you're saying it's it's a system that that has to orchestrate this and, and i think well for us two tokens plays an important role in that we're currently developing a solar system on this park. We're sitting at the, the Green Village at the, at the moment. The Green Village, the Green yeah. Village yeah. yeah. So we're developing a, well, it's a small-scale solar system here, but just to show that it works end-to-end. -end. So it's not just a platform. It's also, can we involve the crowd? It's, well, as you were mentioning as well, all the legal stuff that, that comes to, to such a platform and the users and so forth. So we're currently building a showcase here and we're doing three projects in the city of Rotterdam, also on solar. But it's much broader, right? And this whole energy transition is much bigger than just 
solar and you and me having a share in it is a very good step. But then, well, what we see happening, for example, in the, in the port of Rotterdam is that there's a, a huge need for battery capacity, but it's not just one company needing that. So it's a group of companies that, 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 that need it. That yeah. need it and yeah. that, there must be something to jointly invest. So everywhere you you go and every time you look into it, it's you need multi parties to, to get yeah. uh, to get moving. Um, and whether it's because of uh, the legal constraints or whether capital it's intensity, yeah, capital it's intensity, high. absolutely. It's um, uh, interest rates are going up really, really fast. Yes, yeah, that's, that's uh, a challenge at the moment. It will be it will be harder in the, over the next couple of years to to find uh, the funding. Yeah. Just, but just for my understanding, and also I think for the viewers, um, you already touched upon one benefit of tokenizing uh, these assets or tokenizing the energy, and that came from the benefit of, of basically democratizing energy, which Meinert also mentioned. Normally, these kind of investments they are quite capital intensive. Yeah. Let's say a million plus. That's not that's not available to the normal to the normal kind of uh, yeah. the normal person. Uh, can you yeah. can you think of other benefits of fractionalizing? Um, yeah, of course. I think, I think just having a piece in an asset that that makes good revenue is just really a starting point. It's bringing yeah, together the right parties at this time, and then once we're able to to tokenize the energy asset, then next step could be to tokenize the actual energy. I think you've been discussing that in other podcasts as well. Yeah. Yes, of course, we need the regulator there to make that step. But yes, that could be a next step. Next step could be that you, based on that, create your own energy system. I've got solar panels on. We're in Rotterdam. Well, we, we our offices in Rotterdam. I've got solar panels on the Kuip. I've got my tokenized energy in my wallet, and I charge my car in Delft with my own green energy. So it's it's really the starting of a movement that we we well we have a small role in that facilitating that with a platform, um, but it, it's really a starting point of a movement that we well we're in a luxury position that us but all the people you speak to in this podcast are able to shape only together. So that, yeah. that's uh, I think there's great opportunity there. Um, to build a completely different energy system based on such technologies and, 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 and networks. Yeah, and we, we see the, the same in our solar parks where we start with this fractional ownership and it's just the first step yeah, to let people join, the, uh, join this energy transition. And actually you can buy a very small part, a fraction of a panel uh, and it, as you say, it, you can start with 100 euros, 50 euros, name a number. Uh, but it's the first step uh, also in uh, empowering people uh, in uh, making a difference. Yeah. And the, the first step is if you have the ownership, uh, in, in the current situation, you will, you will be paid out in uh, uh, the currency that's legal, in this case, euros. But... As you suggest, it's so very well possible to, to pay out in kilowatt hours and actually uh, help people on a real-time basis manage their uh, energy usage. If it's a car, if it's at home, but it's, it's not only about people, it's also about small businesses. Look at the newspapers right now, uh, bakeries shutting down because of the energy bills. Yeah. Um, um, if a uh, smaller entrepreneur is able to manage his own energy risk by owning uh, a fractional ownership of solar parks or wind parks or battery capacity or whatever, whatever source of energy uh, you can think of, um, he's much more be able to he's, he's, he's able to, to hedge his risks. So it's not only about 
the, the people at home. It's also about small businesses. Yeah. Where, um, and I think we should realize that most people work with small businesses. I think 70 to 80% yeah. of our people work with small businesses. So it's, it's giving these parties tools to mitigate risks that are so huge um, and, and actually threat their business. And therefore, we believe that this, this fractional ownership is just the first step. It's just getting used to owning a piece of energy production capacity. And there are so many other opportunities where you can think of um, uh, just simple the, the data that comes from solar parks. It's a topic yeah. uh, which you're working on as well. And this data has huge value. Um, uh, yeah, it's something we also discussed with Leon in the yeah. energy tagging uh, podcast. Because because it can predict uh, it can predict the the consumption, it can predict pro uh, production, but you also could do something with the certificates of of, of origin. So there are, there are so many opportunities in that market if you start thinking along the lines of fractional ownership. And uh, for us, it's important to open up the first parts for this fractional ownership as a first step. Um, and to overcome the, the, the hurdles in the beginning, that's, that's where the real challenge is. And if, I, if, I, if we have a discussion on the technical needs um, and we have a discussion on, on the KYC that we need, um, if we have a discussion on any money laundry, yeah, with yeah. regulation, AML. is also important. Um, how is the the ledger kept? Um, what is a token, and how 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 do we construct it? It takes a lot of effort and discussion, but it's technically it's it, the basis is there. So we should integrate these systems, bring forward the showcases eh, as you are doing here and uh, at this site and in the port of Rotterdam, and as we are doing in our portfolio in Germany. Yeah. It brings huge steps forwards because it shows the way. And uh, that, that's really exciting. And where this will lead, I don't know. Perhaps you have an idea. <laughs> no, 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 absolutely not. Well, yeah, sorry. Just but no, 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 but with, uh, with orchestrating uh, the energy transition, Arash also mentioned quite, quite interestingly, it, it was inspiring to me that the moment you own energy, you start to think differently about it. Yeah. And what, what, one of the uh, problems is, I think, over the last few years is we took energy for granted. Uh, energy was yep. commoditized, you know, of it's commoditized. It's it's just something. It's there, although it's it's such an important foundational layer for the economy, for basically everything yeah, that and, we do. And in the old energy world, it's also use it or lose it. Yeah. So, so, but in the new thinking, this loss shouldn't be there. No, so, whatever. In a way, like, and I think I used the word myself as well, but you, you mentioned orchestration, but in a way it's tokenization of energy assets and later on energy and maybe even assets that use the energy. And why not share your electric car, have that tokenized as well, share it with your neighbors and you, you can be the co-owner of an electric car, for example. Um, but in a way it's just moving away from orchestration and let people... Do allow people to do it themselves. If yeah. you want to install a battery in your neighborhood, feel free. Go ahead, have it tokenized. That's just a way to to make sure that all your neighbors can own their piece in that battery capacity. And then please go ahead. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So like true decentralized community. I think space. that's what we all try to facilitate. And that, yeah. that means well, uh, also, if it, of course, you need to build 
large solar park or windmill farms because it's not possible to do all of that in the built environment. Um, but you could allow people within the built environment to, to co-invest and still build their local energy system based on a, a, a token in, in the bigger asset somewhere else. And that, yeah, that's kind of what we aim to do, I think. Because yeah, I, I have a lot of discussions with, with people around us that are also thinking along these lines. And they often ask me, what do you think? Is, should it be top-down or should it be bottom-up? Well, this is exactly <laughs> what we also discussed <laughs> in the first podcast. Yeah, what's and, your view? And um, uh, if, if you look to our cases, uh, a top-down discussion is very difficult. So it starts yeah. in small uh, groups, uh, initiatives in the neighborhood. Yeah, innovators. Energy, sh- energy sharing on uh, small um, small areas with, uh, with production companies. And that's where it starts. And the first discussion you get with uh, oversight is, uh, yeah, I need to balance my network. I need to balance my system. So, and that's the first approach from these parties. And then you will, then actually you will kill the innovation immediately. And I think what you you will see happening there, and again, we won't be able to forecast this five or 10 years, but what you will see happening is, for example, in industrial zones, is that you see the connection to the grid, you will see moving it backwards. So instead of having one connection to each building or each company, companies do organize themselves and say, well, we are together with five, let's build our own, at least with the five of us, our own local energy system. We move the connection to the grid because otherwise we have to wait for government. Um, So we move the connection to the grid between the grid and our five companies. And then we start local trading there. We yeah. build some assets together um, and, and we, we start local trading with the energy within that small yeah, this group. Is, this is a great example because actually this is also fractional ownership. Huh? It, yeah. And fractional ownership can be on the asset, but also can be on a series of kilowatt hours during a period of time. So we tend to think about uh, the actual ownership, but if you think about ownership of series of energy, uh, you're rethinking the system. Use fraud, basically. Actually, actually yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so um, this is uh, and this is why it's much broader than just only the consumer uh, uh, at home. Uh, oh, definitely. Because I think fifty percent or even more of all energy is used by uh, companies. Yeah. And so. And, I and think this is the biggest market. As well. But what I find interesting is I think from, from these uh, three podcasts that we are hosting today, I think one of the bigger takeaways is that I'm always already starting to hear. And also, for me, for the viewers, if you haven't seen the other podcasts, I would really I would like to invite you to watch them as well. Because, I mean, we see so many overlaps and similarities. What I find interesting is that the, the top-down and bottom-up approach, which you also mentioned, I mean, basically we've seen, and I've also learned that top-down approach really kills innovation. It really should be bottom-up. But there should be a moment in which we invite legislators to uh, join, join join all the innovation that we've seen to create that, that framework, that basis to bring it to the next level. And in order to get there, we need to start on our own and Keep it simple. That was also one of the other yeah. takeaways and create standards like the Energy Tech Foundation is doing and which uh, is uh, with and which Leon with uh, Sunified is tapping into. Uh, so creating small. Yeah, no worries. You could you could eruit knippen. Yeah. Als je tien seconden wacht, dan zien ze ruimte en dan knippen ze eruit en dan gaan we door. Dus als je zo meteen iets verneukt in je dingen, dan. Ja, dat hoor ik. Tien seconden vies worden gebruikt. Oké, ik ga weer verder waar we. 
Uh, and you have this top down. Uh, yeah, bottom up versus top yeah. down. Yeah. <coughs> but at the same time, keep it simple. Then we're able to create that first layer of innovation. Jo- let people join join innovation, and then legislators will join uh, later on. But I'm also curious to learn. I mean, we we can see the benefits and we can see the importance because this also creates energy independence and I think it's also a way to avoid uh, or maybe fight energy poverty but do you see any other hurdles in creating fractional ownership at this moment I mean you, you've, you're experimenting with it as we speak here at the Green Village how, how do you see the hurdles at the moment to actually implement this yeah well uh, let me come back to the two things so yeah the hurdles and also is it well, bottom up or top down I think it's yeah. both and it's, as always, so it's a simple yeah, it's, answer, it's, but it's, it's always dense, more or less. But you, you do need a framework. Yeah, Mind and I, we can't trade energy between the two of us without having a license to be an energy company. So, yeah, we need top-down. That needs to be changed. Otherwise, we will never be able to to, to, to uh, trade energy between two citizens or two companies or whatsoever. So you need... There's, there's always top-down. You need the framework and you need the area where you can do it. And it could be local regions to start or it com- could be exemptions on, mm-hmm. on existing law. But you, you need yeah. um, the legislator as well if you, if you want to to, uh, to really test this. Uh, and then, of course, you can't regulate everything. There will all be, always be more ideas that you can regulate. So there will always be bottom-up as well since things keep, well, new things keep, uh, keep coming. And then in terms of hurdles, it's not that there are currently hurdles but we could make it easier for each other and that, that's really in legislation i think well we are building a tech platform that others could use to fractionalize uh, assets um, you're uh, um, um, distributing assets or tokens of a solar park to the public and we both i think spend probably 60 to 80 percent of our time on regulation regulation <laughs> and legal yeah. Yeah. how do we fit this in the existing System Google. and does does it fit? Because eh? because yeah. you come up with new definitions and you have you need a very intense discussion. To, and we have we have multiple cases where we actually don't know what are we actually looking at. Is it uh, is it consumption or is it actual ownership? And um, if I follow this discussion in our in our company, and I know it's it's in yours as well, then you simply choose a way to fit into the current regulation, and you say, okay, yeah. it's not the best solution. <laughs> it's yet. not the it's best not solution. Not our ideal, but let's, but let's, let's move that direction because yeah. then we can proceed. Yeah. And um, uh, the discussion, if it's something is a security or uh, is something a, a consumption good or, or whatever you can make of it. Yeah, and I think this this regulation comes from on, on this topic from many different routes, right? It's um, how it's legislation on using blockchain and tokens. Yeah. Um, so that's one yeah. part. But it's, it's also really legislation on energy. So there's there's energy, and of course there's energy. Uh, there are energy laws as well. It's also if you facilitate trading. That's another legal. You hit. So yeah, it's well, like from every side, how we look at it, it's... it's uh, if, if you it's start in an energy trade and it's the and, and, and it resembles a fiat currency, what is the difference with a uh, MTF or an exchange? Yeah. And these discussions are so intense and yeah. we'll need to have them together because uh, let's assume the three of us uh, on a different side exchange energy. And there is a price risk involved. 
what what are we together? Well, if, if there's a price <laughs> risk involved, it's probably some sort of exchange. But if there's no price, price risk involved, then yeah. it's just a utility. But what is a price risk? Is it yeah. internal no, or I, is it external? Yeah. Or how uh, if if you use too much and there is too little, what happens? So these are all questions that that pop up, and that is arranged in uh, current regulation, and that that is where the that is where the challenge is. And uh, to find a way, uh, uh, I think bottom up will show the the way. And then at at the top, uh, this from, yeah. from the other side, we'll need to have to change to, to facilitate, facilitate this. And this is also a bit happening in the new energy directors where companies will get the availability probably to manage their own uh, balance uh, of energy usage. And that are the yep. first good steps. And we simply need the systems from, from software perspective to... To, to support this and we need the integration like we're doing with Catena Power to show how it works. And and that is so, it's actually bringing to the table and putting it together and showing the world what we can do in a different way. And um, there are a lot of challenges, but I think it's doable. And uh, you said charging your car, but also as an employee uh, or as an employer, um, Perhaps I won't uh, give you a uh, leasing budget anymore, but a energy budget for traveling. Yeah, so many, so many different models. We, we've spoken to uh, no. we, we've spoken to, to employers that say, well, we want to uh, become more sustainable uh, within our own business. Yeah. We do want our employees, or we want to allow our employees to co-invest in our company. Can we please use your platform? I think there's so many applications if you want. yeah so basically yeah that, that's a funny uh, point you touched upon basically fractional ownership i mean obviously we're talking about today about energy yeah uh, fractional ownership energy but basically the concept is applicable to so many other parts yeah. as well and basically yeah. your platform then as well yeah. i mean it's just even real estate or already like you said shares yeah, and I, well, for my personal interest and, and we as a company and that's also why we're here it's uh, inter it's an energy and energy transition how can we facilitate that 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 goes a faster and B, that we don't lose any people uh, on the journey. Um, um, but yes, of course, there's so many applications you from, from from homes to, to streets to uh, whatever infrastructure or assets. Yeah. Actually, every illiquid asset can become liquid by fractional ownership. Yeah. So And also accessible to huge groups of people. And we have an enormous um, uh, inequality in the distribution of uh, capital. Yep. in a sense and uh, these the, the fractional ownership on illiquid assets opens up a whole new world uh, if you actually you could buy a Rembrandt via fractional ownership I've seen the first few initiatives uh, yeah, but, it's, uh, but it's possible so you could say yeah. with uh, 100,000 people we buy one yeah. Yeah. but you will Let's never be able to buy one yourself or most people won't let's get so. messy to Ajax that's all what I always say to the team yes we are in the in the energy transition but let's get messy to Ajax as well so this is um, and uh, yeah. we work in the field of energy which is perhaps one of the most complex and challenging fields uh, to cope with but we also see in our own network the need with uh, larger and smaller companies and uh, uh, developers for, for city areas. We see so much question, how do we fulfill this energy need for the future? And everybody feels that the current system 
doesn't have the uh, the ability to accommodate the the real questions that that are on the table, and and that's um, and bringing the, the, these discussions to the table is still something that has to be done. So it's still on a small scale, um, and there are small groups within companies like five or ten people that are discussing this topic, but. It should become. Uh, it should get a higher place on the on the agenda to make a difference. And I do. I do think that we at the moment. I feel that we we're on the verge of a huge change with with applying tokenization to markets in general. I mean, I've spoken to so many people already today that that are busy with tokenization, standardization, the legal framework around it. Uh, the, the machine application in, in terms of chips that I really have a feeling that it's it's about to take off. Yes, of course, there, need, there needs to be some. Yeah. And, and even today on the, on the roundtable sessions, eh, the energy uh, uh, roundtable session here of two tokens, I think we've got legislators here sitting as well. So there's yeah. so much happening at this at yeah. this moment. How how do both of you think the world will look like? Let's Let's keep it short, like three years from now. I think even three years is, is too long to forecast. But, uh, yeah. 36 months, yeah, so yeah, you're right. saying like 24 yeah, months and, then. And two years. And that's, that's, and that's, I'm okay, so, that's and yeah, we were discussing all the problems, but I'm so optimistic and that's exactly, well, it's, it's, it's what you're saying in your introduction. We're here at the meeting of two tokens. We have 80, 80 people in a room yep. thinking with us, how could we accelerate this? Um, these people do make legislation they are working with energy companies so there is there's getting momentum but it, there's no one way of of doing it so we need to find out together and i think there is great opportunity but also there's great opportunism and there are very good people involved that really want to help from from all these different worlds the city of rotterdam um, provided us with funding to actually well make well the, fun, the the next phase of our platform to to have it available for Rotterdam because this is yeah. important for our citizens and yes of course there's issues with legislation but even there these people really want to work with us through the two tokens working groups so I think this well we can be optimistic as well uh, and and then back to your question five to to uh, six months to three years let's us entrepreneurs let us just build these first showcases um, help us where possible find projects and then well um, like like city of Rotterdam support us let's show it first and, and grow it from there and then and it will take on we in, in the climate accord we've said that 50% of all the assets that we will develop on land has to be in have to be in in local ownership that's already a a government yeah, decision it, yeah. it's been translated to to 33 yeah, rest regions so we will get there um, yeah. because it's, from, it's coming a, from all sides. That's a thriving force. Huh? And um, you asked the question, where are we in three years' time? But also it's interesting to ask ourselves, where were we three years ago? Yeah. And, yeah. and think about that and where we are now uh, today. Three years ago, we were in an, I think we were in an ICO boom. Yeah, yeah, no, and uh, yeah, for sure. The, we were the, in an ICO Bitcoin boom. was booming, <laughs> Ethereum yeah. was booming, everybody yeah. was wondering. And... I remember and the energy market, like energy was like cheap, so there yeah. wasn't there was no reason yeah. to, to think and of tokenization. Energy was cheap, it was everywhere. Cheap. Yeah. It was everywhere, and I, I remember discussions we had where where I asked you how can we translate this blockchain crypto world to the to the real world, and actually we didn't know. No, uh, no. we spent a few hours discussing, and we didn't know how to do it. And now we're three years uh, further yeah. in time, and you see the first examples coming, and it's 
going so rapidly. There are so many parties involved that are chasing this fractional ownership and this this uh, this energy transition. And you also see a, a sort of professionalism in the market, market where a lot of parties at first wanted to manage the whole value chain. And you already see spe- parties specializing in certain parts of these yeah. value chains. And that's so growing so rapidly. So if you look three years forward, uh, I also think that that's too far. But I think in the next 12 to 18 months, we will see more and more examples of fractional energy, uh, ownership of energy generating assets as a first step. And I hope we are able to do the first pilots with, uh, with the offtake. Yeah. And uh, to get an exemption for a certain area or yeah, like some sort of sandbox, a sandbox where you can where you can showcase what is possible, because you refer to the uh, to the climate accord. And if we really want to have this 50 percent ownership, we also need to do something over there. Yeah, there's so a lot of work to do there. There's yeah. a lot of work to do. And uh, three years is so much time. But yeah. I hope that uh, in, in three years' time uh, that, that I have an uh, energy wallet in my yeah. phone. Well, the, the moment, uh, I mean, normally energy, as I already mentioned in, in a few other podcasts as well, normally energy is quite boring. But at the moment, it's not. And then also we're on the on the crossroads with applying tokenization, blockchain technology, which is also, you mentioned that so many more parties are involved. I couldn't agree more. I mean, a few years ago, I you did yeah it was not even allowed as a as a member of a bank eh, as, as as an employee of a bank to invest in crypto for example and now <laughs> these banks have their own digital asset desk eh, they call it uh, innovation desks etc so it's it's growing rapidly and you see indeed there are so many new startups coming and even already startups uh, f- a few years ago what I noticed is they were just trying to to to, uh, to 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 create solutions for the whole value chain, and now they're already specializing, which is, yeah. in my opinion, like a sign that is already it's a sign of really a mat- market. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not maturing yet, but it's it's growing fast. So yeah, there's so much uh, happening on that side. I can see already that we're already passing half an hour, thirty minutes, and we only have thirty minutes. So yeah, when you've got a nice topic to talk about, time yeah. flies. Um, are there any final remarks before I wrap it off that you would like to say about? Fractionalizing, uh, fractional ownership, which you think, uh, yeah, the market is heading towards, and um, for the viewers no, to, I think to think. Also, about. to summarize this 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 podcast for me, the two things: a, we have to do it together, um, since it has so many there's so many perspectives on it. Yeah, that's great. And secondly, as I said, um, I see things moving, and it will go really, really fast. And, uh, and yeah. let's let's enjoy the ride. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think what what I see for now as a as a final remark is that the challenge for the group that is working on this topic is that we need to come forward with a standardized definition of an energy token and yeah. source token and an offtake token because that will help us definitely yeah in uh, talking about the same subject and that's where in my opinion in tokenizing energy the next few months. Uh, we will need uh, we will need to discuss this um, to have this general uh, understanding of an energy token of a source token representing a certain amount of energy uh, of production power and and what is offtake and how do we define it so that's that's where the challenge is and we will come forward with the first projects in the in the next few months 
also in an MVP uh, phase to see how the fractional ownership actually works. Uh, and I know for sure that we will run in multiple problems. We cannot <laughs> yeah, see definitely. Yeah, that's yeah, how it yeah. works. And that's how it works, but that are all learnings which will bring forward a better solution. So I really look forward to that in, in this ecosystem, working together, changing uh, ideas. So yeah, great. I couldn't agree more. I mean, I learned so much today and like we need to keep it simple. That was one of the bigger takeaways. Uh, the innovation needs to come from people like like you. Eh? We, we need to start and then legislation uh, will join as well. We need to work towards standardization and we need to at some point, but I think the point has already arrived, work together with legislators, create sandboxes and get this uh, market uh, forward. Meijnert, I would like to thank you very much yeah, for thanks. your time and for yeah. your insights. Arnoud, same. Thank you for joining, and it was good to have you for the first time here. <laughs> thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks a lot. Yeah, yeah. Thanks Everybody, for hosting. all the viewers, thank you for watching again. If you haven't done already, please don't forget to subscribe to this channel. Also, don't forget to like this video and hit the bell button if you uh, want to be the first to know about all these podcasts. And also, we've recorded very multiple podcasts today. The first one was orchestrating the energy transition, and the second one was energy taking. So, if you haven't seen them, please, uh, yeah. Watch them as well, and I'll see you next time, and thank you again. Cheers. Bye. That was it for today's podcast. Thank you for listening in, and please subscribe so you don't miss out on our upcoming episodes. If you want to get in touch with us, you can find our contact details at www.twotokens.org.